0: This evening, I want to share with you a little bit on moving forward. Now, when, i tell you what, the Holy Spirit knows exactly what He's doing. Exactly. And whenever He gives anyone a word and gives another person the same word, there's confirmation yeah. Yeah. that we're moving forward.
1: Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: So we receive it as a confirmation because, you know, you know, I try. When it comes to titles, you know, titles are from God. You know, when we receive titles, titles are from God. But what we've got to understand is, we can use any title that God gives us, whether ten other ministers minister the same thing, because God is. I believe God is wanting to get our attention on what we're doing. And it's not saying that we don't have the attention, but as we move forward, God has a specific plan, not only for the rest of this year, but also in the year, year to come. Amen? So for this body, this, this church body, He's got a plan not only for... In here, but to go out, right. Right. there's different avenues to go out. We've got going and ministering in other countries, in, in this country, on the internet, There's areas of of uh, voices, amen? Mm-hmm. But as we move forward, knowing that He is guiding us, we're going to see lives changed for His glory mm-hmm. and for His praise, amen? Yes. If you would turn with me, please, to Mark chapter 16. I believe he's had me doing this a little bit different. We, we read this, these verses, and it's very important to keep a hold of these verses, but, um, I believe he's had me do this kind of like as a commentary of, of the verses in a way, and we'll just see how the Holy Spirit wants to go with this. Amen. Hallelujah. Again, God knows exactly what He's doing, when He's doing, what He's saying, and how He's saying it. Sometimes when He says things, says words, sometimes they're like, oh Lord. But He's getting our attention. And in these last days, in these last days, He's getting our attention. Amen. Yes, yes. He's not getting our attention with what's on the media. He's getting our attention from what's taking place in the world, right here, He's confirming that everything's going to be okay, no matter what we see. He's confirming it, Amen. Signs of the time are taking place, but we don't have to be concerned about what's happening. We just got to be cons- be watchful and do as God says to do. Be obedient to Him, Amen. Verse 15, in Mark chapter 16 says, And He said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. In order to go, we have to move forward. Think of that just for just a second. We've got to move forward. We've got to do something. Amen? As we move forward upon God's command, we have made ourselves... An example of obedience to God to do exactly what He says to do. We are an example. When we go forth, we are an example. We go, pastor goes to the Philippines, he's an example of Christ. Amen. We go into this nation, we're an example of Christ. Amen. Amen. To do as He says to do. When Jesus walked the earth, He was the example of, He was God on earth. Amen? So He was representing His Father all the way. And what He said, what He said was exactly what God said. When God said it. And how God said it. Amen? When we move forward, we must walk in love to accomplish what God has for us to do. To preach the Gospel. That's what He has for us to do. There will be opportunity of offense. Now that's we know, is the tool of the enemy. If he can get us offended with somebody, he's going to try to. But, we don't have to take that opportunity to be offended. We don't have to take that. There's opportunities for a lot of things. That don't mean we have to take the opportunity to do so. Amen? Hallelujah. It is very important to choose to love. And we love with the love of God. We can choose to love and we can laugh in the face of the devil to show Him we are not accepting His attempt to distract us and and falling for His scheme by getting into strife. We can laugh and say, not this time, I choose to, I choose to love and I refuse to be offended and I choose to stay out of strife. It's our choice. Why is it, I believe the reason why he's going this way because when we go, the devil is going to do whatever he can to stop us. And what is the enemy to love? Hate. We see hate on TV. We see strife on TV. If He can get that in us, He shuts down our love. And we walk in love. Jesus walked in love because He was love. Amen? And He is our, he is our example. Verse 16, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. When when we minister to someone, we must show them God's love and be his love. A person is going to be more open to receive with a friendly approach and with the and with the expression of love. Amen. That's why it's vitally important for us to walk in love. That's why we've got to and I speak this to myself. I've I've had to get myself under correction. My thoughts. Someone someone may get upset after I've done something. Oh, I repent. You know, because we all. It's not just a, a pointing. finger, It's not a pointing fingers. Him saying, we've got to do this. We've got to. And we can. We can. He gave us. The power to. He gave us the authority. All we do is just say, I yield to you, Holy Spirit. I yield to you to receive what you have. And that, and there's times that I've had to ask ask for love. Help me love this person. Amen? And there's times if we have trouble loving someone, Holy Spirit, help me love this person. We gotta be honest with ourselves. Amen? That is the first thing we express is love. And when we do, we allow the Holy Spirit to minister through us. And that is what, what will get their attention. The love. Because it will show that we're different than anybody else. Amen? Hallelujah. We must move forward in love, expressing God's love, and being His love. That is what they are going to see with the direction of the Holy Spirit and Him speaking through us, as they see us. We will reach them. We will reach them because the Holy Spirit knows again knows exactly what to say, and as we speak, what He says. Because how how many know? How many have ever had been in the area that you didn't know what to say? Then all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit starts. Saying, say this one thing that I've learned and of course as as Jesus said I only speak what my father said if he if the Holy Spirit doesn't say for us to say anything then we just gotta be quiet yeah shut up you know why because if we say something that the Holy Spirit didn't say we're reliable for it we we may tickle the ear a little bit but their ears are not going to be open. We need their ear open. Amen? And when we speak His Word, what He says to say, their ears will be open. Because He knows exactly what He's doing. Hallelujah. He speaks exactly what God tells Him to speak. Moving forward, walking in the power of Jesus' name. In verse 17, it says, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In My name. In My name. In no other name. On earth. Amen. Buddha couldn't do it. Still can't because He did Amen. In My name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Verse 18, They shall... Take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. We know when we're talking about snakes. You know it refers back to when uh, Apostle Paul, I believe it was, that that uh, got the killing, and the viper snatched onto his hand. It ain't gonna hurt you if you come into a, a serpent, a snake, and unfortunately get bit. It ain't gonna hurt you. You know why? Because we have His authority. We have His power. And we have His trust. Amen? But you know what? The Holy Spirit can lead us away from that snake. From that danger. Amen? Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah.
0: The hands on the sick and they shall recover. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Real quick. Real quick, in Acts chapter 3, Acts chapter 3, verse 4, if you would please, Acts chapter 3, verse 4. Verse 4 says, and Peter, or well, up to verse 3 it says, who, the, the, talking about the man at the gate, uh, beautiful, gate called Beautiful, who's seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked of an alms, and Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John and said, look on us. And he gave heed. Now, okay. I believe when he said, look on us, Jesus was saying, look on me. Because it's not us. Look on me. But he was speaking through Peter. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, Give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Rise up and walk. This is an example of speaking His name, commanding someone to rise up in the name of Jesus. Amen. We've got His His authority. We got access to His name. Amen. And He took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately, immediately. His feet and ankle bones received strength, and he leaped. He, he leaping up, stood up and walked, and entered, entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. He was praising God, Hallelujah. And as the people seen him, they they thought that they knew him. But as we go, as we look at, they shall lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. If anybody, we know we've seen sick people or lame people when we speak the name of Jesus what we got to understand is when we speak the name of Jesus I like what Rick Renner one of his uh, uh, daily devotion uh, read this morning he says we've got see how he put it. We, basically we've got to expect the work his work to be done. When we lay hands on the sick, we got to expect them to be healed. We got to expect them to rise up. Amen. Amen. And whenever he said that, that that, that referred back to to um, they lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. We've got to when we go mentor somebody, whether it be a hospital, whether it be a nursing home, wherever it is, we've got to expect when we lay hands on them, they're going to recover. Because we came in authority. We came to lay hands on them. You say, The devil will try to say, well, what if they don't work? Well, what if it does? Amen? Yeah. We can't depend upon ourselves. It ain't us. Well, how am I going to I'm not going to do it. It's God alone. Working through us. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. When we move forward doing the work of God, being a, the vessel He has called us to be, believing... Allowing and trusting Him to work with us and through us. We've got to we've got to believe and expect God to do the work. Don't be nervous. We can't be nervous to say, Well, what if it don't work? That thought will, you know, you look stupid if it don't work. You know what? It's not me who's doing it. We can remind ourselves, it's not me. And we can confess it. It's God working through me. So when I go lay hands on them, or when you go lay hands on them, they shall recover. Amen? Amen. Amen. That's where we've got to extend the trust. And honestly, we've got to trust in ourselves. So well, we are depending on Him. Say, I can depend on God. Doubt, you have no, you have no place in me. Amen? Because I trust God. I'm a vessel. He's the man. He's working through me. Therefore, His Word will be done. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 19. Mark chapter 16, verse 19. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, He was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. Verse 20, and they went forth and preached everywhere the Lord working with them and conform, confirming the word with signs following amen. I'd like to read uh, verse 20 and 20, 19 and 20 in the New Living Translation. It got my attention on this. Verse 19 in the New Living Translation. When the Lord Jesus had finished talking with them, He was taken up into heaven and sat down at in the place of honor at God's right hand. And the disciples went everywhere and preached and the Lord worked through them confirming what they What they said by many miracle signs, he will work. He will confirm the word that we speak, as long as he tells us to do it. When now a lot of people would would say, "Well, you can't say it like that." He is reliable as long as we say exactly what he says. He's reliable. To manifest his word, Amen. if his if we speak his word, will not come back void unto him, Amen. but it will accomplish, for to he sent it. Amen? Amen. He will it will accomplish. So we speak his word. We know, no matter what doubt tries to rise up, we know his word is going to be manifested in their behalf. Amen. Hallelujah. So the Lord working with them, through them. See, that's a confirmation that they they, they ministered the word. They ministered the word. That's why it's so important like, as pastor. He says, "Only the word. The, this right here is going to be ministered here." And you know what? That's the only thing that we can minister. That's the only thing we know. Because the Holy Spirit will get on our case. He will get on our case and say, that ain't what I taught. That ain't what I said. Amen? And as we minister this Word, we will see lives changed. We will see lives saved for the glory of God. Amen? There is no Word no word that we can stand on that we can prosper on except the Word of God. When we stand on the Word of God and declare the Word of God, we know and we can expect His Word to take place exactly how His Word says it. Amen? With God working through us, He will confirm... His Word, when we speak it with miraculous signs. Without the guidance of the Holy Spirit and Him working through us, we are trying to do the, His work on our own. I've used this uh, comment before. If we're called to go one state and, and we go to another state, we're in a bad situation.
1: Right.
0: We're in a dangerous situation. Actually, the ones that we try to minister to, is in, we put them in a bad situation because... We're out of the will of God. Yeah, we can be doing the work of God, but we got to be in the will of God, Amen. Where He says to go. That is why it's so important to go where God sends us, instead of where we think we will be, where we think it will be a good idea to go. Now, I know pastors had invitations to go certain places, but God hasn't released them to go to there. And he won't go until God says to. And you know what? Some of the areas that he's been invited to, dangerous. But if God says, I want you to go there, There's there's a hedge of protection all over him. There's a hedge of protection all over us as we go and we walk there he say, well, you know, what they said on the news now, if, I, if the Holy Spirit's guiding me there, He's going to protect me. Right.
1: Amen.
0: But here's the thing. We've got to do exactly what He says to do. Mm-hmm. That way we can be in line with His Word and in line with His protection. And in His protection. Who yeah. would go with me to John chapter 14, verse 12. John 14, verse 12. I think a lot of people, when it comes to the ministry, they, they they are concerned about how they're going to do it. And the thing about it is we can't be concerned about how we're going to do it. What we've got to do is we say, okay, Holy Spirit, guide me. This is about moving forward. This is about going where He says for us to go. Whether it says here, do certain things in this body, in this local in our local church, or to go out to Joplin to the mall, and just start praying. You know, we don't have to make a scene, but He says, just walk around the mall and just pray. Just pray, you know. You know, it's, it's an example of what we need to do if He says to do it. Go. There's times, there's times that he picks what we feel is the wrong time. Amen. We we might be in there in 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 the house watching our favorite TV show. He says, "Go read this, okay, and pray." we got a choice. we got a choice whether we're going to yield to the Holy Spirit or we're going to satisfy ourselves and be selfish. What happens is we risk someone's life. He said, How do we risk someone's life? Because when we go, when he says, Go read this and pray, he's got a certain reason for us to do it. Amen? And when we go do this, he might say, Pray for so and so. Okay, so we pray. Well, you know, we could let that time, that opportunity pass. But that person may be in a life and death situation where he says, I need you to pray for them. This is a scripture to stand on. I need you to pray for them. That is where we've got to, and I believe we do, I believe we do, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit to say, okay, I'll go. Amen? What happened whenever Jesus told the, uh, the fishermen, some of the fishermen, come, I'll make you fishers of men. They, some, they they laid aside what they was doing. They laid aside. They even left a father, I believe it was, to go. But they, he said, come, and I'll make you. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Right. There's times that, Pastor may call you and say, you got you got about 30 minutes. I need your help. Or Sister Kim or Sister Dad, who Whoever. We've got to make that decision for us to listen to the Holy Spirit and say, this is what you need to do. Because we've got to be prepared. Which, we are supposed to be prepared all the time. But there's certain times that Like I said, you might say, go in here and read this Scripture. He's preparing us for what we're going to pray for. Amen? Hallelujah. Verse 12 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father." The greater works, as I shared before and we've heard before, is we're going to be doing more. We're going to be, we go forth and do more works, do the, the great, greater amount of works, but we're not going to be doing it better than Jesus. He's just working through us. Amen? He's already, He's already laid the path. He's already laid the foundation. We follow that and be yielded to the Holy Spirit. God the Father is the one that, is the one doing the work, the works. He will work through us and manifest His Word. We have to be obedient to go where He says to go. Very important. And it, and it's, it's a discipline, amen? It is a discipline. Cause there's times that we're not gonna wanna go. But guess what? Okay, I'll go. Then we get excited because he starts ministering to us. This is what you need to do. He can give us direction, amen? When we move forward, He's not going to lead us in the areas that we... We may not know the area, but He's not going to lead us blindfolded. Amen? He says, go this way. Go that way. Here in our local church, as we move forward, we must stay in unity. Very important. And we, we have a great unity here. Do you know what? Our unity is getting stronger. Psalms 133.1 133 says, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell in unity. To dwell together in unity. We, unity in the Hebrew is to uh, properly uh, unit, unitedly, alike, be as one. We're like, likewise one together. With all, we are in the image of God. We stand like one another. We resemble—we don't have—we resemble God. We may not look like each other, but we are in the perfect Im- image of God. We can do exactly what God says we can do. We stand together, and nothing that tries to come against us shall prosper. Amen. Is our unity. We must stay united, standing together, hand in hand, not allowing anything that is contrary to the Word of God to come in. Hand in hand. You know, we've stood hand in hand, gripped our hands together, standing. You know, we can't, we not necessarily can do that every day, but spiritually we can. We can say, right. I grab that hand. Right. You know, we can do a lot of things spiritually. A lot of things spiritually sometimes it's hard to believe how, how can I? holy spirit teach me teach me show me because there's times that you know receiving he's he's taught me how to receive he says when you give just receive when like you're receiving a gift i receive you say well you know i received by the spirit i it's like taking a present i receive it Amen? So when He gives us something, we receive it and say, I praise You and I thank You for it. For this is for His praise and for His glory. Amen? Amen? How unity is strong once again and is getting stronger because of love. Our love for one another. The important thing is is for our love to increase. Our love to be stronger. Amen. And that can be done by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Holy Spirit, thank You for strengthening all of our love for one another. Strengthen. Strengthen. Because there's going to be times, again, during the day, during the week, whenever... When someone says something, it's up to us to to, to how we understand the Holy Spirit, how is they meaning? And I've I've felt that so many times because you know, when you get something, someone says, does they mean that the good way or does they mean that the bad way? But you know what? That's why we have the Holy Spirit. He says they meant it this way because that's what I told them. Gotcha. Hey. The enemy will try to make us think, well, they're just saying this about you. No, we know them. Amen. We know we know who they're, you know, in a text or whatever. Something because sometimes it's hard to text somebody a certain thing because of how the expression can sound. Amen. That's why it's good for interpretation of the expression. Hallelujah. Amen. To move forward, we must abide in Jesus. John chapter fifteen and verse four, if you would please. Hallelujah. Verse 4 says, Abide in me. Jesus said, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same, the same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me, ye can do nothing. Now let me emphasize something real quick. Without him, we can't love the true love. There may be an affection love, but without a true love, his true love, there's going to be hate. We see it today. Amen. We need the love of God all over the place. But here's the thing: certain areas that we're supposed to take the love of God too. Where he says to take it to. Amen. Without me you can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. His words abide in us if His Word abides in us as we go forth, or we just stand still, we speak His Word. Again, when we speak His Word by faith, it will manifest. You may not see it manifest the second that you speak it, but as you can, we continue to speak it, we continue to stand on it, it will manifest. There's times it may not manifest the way you think it's going to, but guess what? It manifests, manifests even greater than what we ever thought. Amen? He manifests His Word in situations that we, 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 uh, we deal with. Amen? Because sometimes we don't know how to take care of a situation. That's why we rely, rely on the Holy Spirit. If you abide in me and my words abide in you... You should ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. That will show, when we show God's love, Jesus' love, we, that people will know we are different, but they will realize that love seems familiar. Because I'm, you know, Someone can't tell me that they haven't seen love; they just didn't realize where it came from. Because how many churches are in in the United States, and even in in Bunch? Not saying that not saying that all show love, but there's enough churches and enough Christians that show love that they've seen love, but they may not realize where it came from. They knew that different. But, you know, sometimes people are hard-headed. They ask questions. Okay, what about this, love? Uh, I know this sounds good. But you know what? Sometimes they're resisting the Holy Spirit. They're resisting. And sometimes when they resist, sometimes you just like to smack them upside the head. You know, you know what I'm saying? Of course we can't. But the way they act because there's a resist. you know when people, someone's resisting the love because they try anything to get you mad they turn on they try to get you mad but you know what so-and so said about you so so how hard is that hard because you know why because very the, the flesh wants this to rise up and say get smack them and ask for forgiveness later. That's what the devil wants you to do. But you know what? When we say, I can't, I've got to love them. And your reaction, my reaction to them is what's going to catch your eye. Because we refuse to act like they want us to act. And who's the resource? Who's the one behind their act? them acting that way? The devil. So he don't get the glory. Amen. Herein is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. What's that? Continue ye in my love. Continuing in His love is a work, is a daily work. Amen? There's moments where you feel, oh, I love you, I love you. And all of a sudden, again, something happens. Oh, I don't know if I love you now. It's a gift, that's right. That's right. Exactly. Yes. Amen. Yes. Yes. Praise God. Yes, he has. It is. Yes. And when when you get honestly when you get that revelation saying, This is his love. It's exciting because he gave his love to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. In a big way. And we're seeing that. Yes. Exactly. Because the problem is what you're talking about, the problem is when you say be careful. It's easy to get around somebody that has a bad attitude. They can rub off on us. But we don't allow them to. Yeah. Yeah. Love. Yes.
1: That's right. Yes. Exactly.
0: Oh, you're fine. No, you're fine. Well, see, like she's saying, we cannot say that we won't minister to certain somebody because the Holy Spirit may "Go minister to them." He may have us minister to someone that we don't care for. That's why it's important, Amen, to uh, correct ourselves. Have our the Holy Spirit correct me on this. They give me that, that that love. I want your love to overflow. I want your love to just flood me because I need that love. Because there's times that when there's so much saying, well, you're against me. No, I'm not. Well, yes, you are. No, I'm not. That's when we share that love. Share that gift. Say, "I love you" with the love of the Lord. But the Holy Spirit will guide us and direct us how we need to do so. Amen? Amen. He will tell us, "Say this this way," and we say it this way. And when we do, they might look at us and say, "That is not what I was expecting. You have something. You're different than these others." You're, you're just different from these others, Amen. And we want to be different. We've got to be different because that's what gets the world's attention. If we can stand out, and it's not to get a big name. Anybody that wants a big name, being a ministry, doing, uh, uh, operating the Holy Spirit, working through us, seeing miracles take place. They're going to get people's attention, but it's not to, for our glory. It's for His glory, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you, continue in my love. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. Joy, joy, joy. Knowing the love, we need to have joy. We need to just start laughing. Amen? Here about a couple of years ago, uh, the Lord's ministering about la- laughter, being joyful. Just start laughing. And I, and I would actually, when we watch TV or watch movies, something that is isn't even funny, I would laugh at. Some things that may look stupid, or something that people, I'd laugh at. And why? Because when you laugh, you start laughing. You don't even have to be watching anything. You just, ha, 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 ha. You're thinking, boy, this really looks... But when you start laughter, then that joy starts rising up. That laughter starts rising up. And you just get excited about... Because God released. The Holy Spirit is rising rising up. That joy is rising up because you're stirring up that joy. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. Lord, I need, I need, I need strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. I, I'm having trouble. The joy of the Lord is our strength. What well, we do? Just start laughing. Just start laughing, and guess what? That joy. Start. Just start building up. Just start building. But you know what? We have to overcome our flesh. We got to get out of the lazy position. And I'm saying this as I've been there's times that I need to do this, but I don't really want to. this this joy is up to us. This joy is up to us. This love is up to us. Amen. We have to choose to laugh. We have to choose to get excited. If we don't, we may not see our breakthrough. Yes. This is this is part of the for us to come through and play.
1: mm Down of the place. Mm-hmm. That teaches is a place where you can look at this and say, You know what? I'm a very good at Christian. we have to come to the place, especially as priests. The government fancy thing of is being all about it. yes, and yes. There is, uh, one of the major things that keeps the church from rising all itself. mm What's
0: God gonna do for gonna do Exactly. Amen. No, you're fine. You're you're exactly right. The 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 selfishness is something that the Holy Spirit ministered to me here a while back. It is when a person sins, they're dealing with selfishness. They're dealing with selfishness. Because they are choosing to satisfy themselves. No matter, whatever it is, whatever the sin is. Because the devil makes sin look good. So if we, if we sin, we end up falling into selfishness. Or being selfish. Because, oh, I want this. Oh, this is, this is for me. But guess what? I'm not saying that everything we decide for ourselves is a sin. No. But when we know, that this is not right and we choose it anyway. I've been there. We yield to the flesh of selfishness and say, I goofed up. But you know what? The Holy Spirit says, don't do it. Come this way. Don't do it. Amen? But the joy that we have The joy, if the body of Christ in a whole, not just I'm not just saying the body of Christ in a whole, would get a hold of. We can stir up the joy any time that we want. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We get up at two or three o'clock in the morning. We can stir up that joy. It might wake up the rest of the family, or may wake up the the neighbors. But we can choose. It's our choice to stir up that joy. Amen? Verse 12. This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends if ye do whatever whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I call I have called you friends... For all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. So anything that he's heard of the Father, he makes it known to us. You know what, like what Brother Jesse Plant said one time, the reason why he is not told, Jesus is not told when he's coming back, because he would tell us. He's so he wants us to know so much, So, but he don't know because he would tell us and if that makes sense amen amen verse 16 you have you have not cho you have not chosen me i ha- but i have chosen you he has chosen us this body to go forth to move forward to go forth we we've seen and we do see resistance Things trying to come against us. But you know what? The further we go, the stronger we get. We can laugh in the face of the devil and say, ha ha ha, devil, you ain't got me. Amen. Yeah. You have chosen you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth more my- forth fruit, bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain that what So ever you shall ask of the Father in my name, He may give it you. These things I I command you, that you love one another. See, here's another thing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We, and we do, again, we here have to love one another in order for us to go out and love others. It starts here it starts at our home we can't we can't not love one another and expect to go out in this world and love somebody this is our foundation area this is our love area amen this is our feeding trough amen hallelujah in closing Again, these things I command you that you love one another. Daily work in progress. Amen. Continuously. It's a continuous work till Jesus comes back. Amen. So be encouraged. Just continue the love. Just say, I choose to love. Just because I don't care for someone in a way of my flesh. I, can, I love them. I love them. I don't, maybe not love them, but I love them. Amen. Because we don't want to open the door, open the door for the devil to try to, you know, his schemes. In closing, we are to keep an atmosphere of love. When people come to visit or be our guests, they should feel an atmosphere, atmosphere of love and an atmosphere, fear, atmosphere of unity. And we've had that confirmation before. Boy, this, this this unity, this great unity here. Ministers have said that. You know, when a guest comes to say, "Your your church is different. You're different. You guys are different." Well, we've got to be. And it's not putting other churches down. We pray for the other churches and that they will be. You know, yield to the Holy Spirit. And that unity will be felt there. Love will be felt there. But there's a loosing of love. We've got to say, I love you. I love you. And continue in that love. Again, we we may not agree with everything each other, but we can love. As Pastor has said before, we can learn to, to agree to disagree sometimes that's the best way then we go and we pray about that okay Holy Spirit you're not wrong and I believe I am help me to grab a hole grasp a hole give me a revelation of what they were saying because maybe I missed it again we can say something and it may come out One way than what we thought we were trying to bring it out. And it may, may, the person may, they may just look at you and say, Holy Spirit, if I said that wrong, I'll repent. Minister to them. We keep the strife out. We keep the love flowing. And say, Holy Spirit, just reveal to me what you spoke to them, and I will understand. Amen.